Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtun Millwall. Gentlemen, welcome to a grey, windy, rather damp afternoon in South Bermondsey for the visit of Hull City to the Lions this afternoon, the critical championship fixture. I think you'll agree with me, with us in the bottom three, dear listeners. Hull's just a couple of places above us on 20 points, Lions on, on 18. Um, all week we've been um, given a diet of what appears to be fake news, dear listeners, fake news, the, the curse of modern life. Um, the Lions injury crisis was reputed to be akin to the day after the Battle of the Somme, but in fact we see starting for us today up front, Steve Morrison and Lee Gregory. Ada Brown is on the wing, fantastic news each. Um, obviously we've sold a, a, a bit of a lemon, possibly, mind games. I don't mind these mind games personally by Neil Harris, but um, that's not a bad starting line-up. I don't know how much um, you know artificial substance is sustaining... Steve Morrison, whether he's comfortably numb like Pink in uh, the wall, uh, whether Lee Gregory has also been, um, you know, seeing the doctor, doctor feel good. But it, if Chiller way it works out, um, Aidan Bryan obviously is supposed to have gone down for a knee injury out for the season, some were saying, but out just for a few days it appears. So your Lions lineup then is Jordan Archer in goal, back line will be James Meredith, Marlon Romeo in the middle, Jake Cooper and Sean Hutchinson. Middle today's Tony Cliff and Leonard. Wallace and O'Brien on the wings up front, the dynamic duo as per my previous comments, dear listeners. Hull City in a curious away strip of white shirts, yellow shorts and white stockings today. It's uh, that's an odd one. I don't know why they've changed, they'll be in amber and black, but there we are. Lions in their traditional dark blue and white. Floodlights full beam out there. It's a, it's a dull, 
early winter's day today in, in South Burma. It's just the way you like it. You like that. I know you do. You know, I know you like it. It sounds of Beat Combo, the Beatles, new band from Liverpool, Silver Beatles. That don't sound too bad, that's sound like the future. Fighting performance last, last Sunday, I thought, watching, um, well, not, I wasn't watching it, was I? We'll make out I was watching it on the, on the iFollow, it wasn't on the iFollow, of course, I was following it on the Twitter. It sounded like we were up against it in the first half, came back into it in the second half. It's about all I can tell you about the one all draw of Bristol. City last weekend, other than the fact it's a good result from Millwall, and God Almighty, we need some uh, decent results. This is a big game today, this is a bit of a must win, I don't like the expression, but um, with Hull down there in the in the grip with us, we need a result, dear listeners. I'm hoping for a decent Millwall performance and a decent Millwall crowd, it's not. It's about half half full today, but that sometimes they're the best days of all to be at the Den, as you know, as well as I do. Away we go. Lions attacking the away end in the first half as per the Millwall Act 1873, English law common law, Hull will be attacking the Coldwell Lane end handball there by, by Jed Wallace I've, no he's not been given, I thought that like a, a handball to control, he's given the ball away for a, a whole free kick in the event from the kickoff, 20 seconds into the game Hull of course managed by Nigel Adkins I didn't realise that till this morning when I checked the Twitter and um, yeah, Nigel Atkins, a man of some um, vehemence in his reception to Den. He's down there at the moment. I see him down there. He was always in the air of a slightly smug geography teacher. I, I, I thought to compile a, a list of hate figures at the Den. I might return to that subject as, as the game proceeds, but I thought the chief hate figure at the Den must, of course, be Ian Holloway, I would think. Do you agree with that, dear listeners? Number one hate figure at the Den? Closely followed by Lee Hughes. Would you put Lee Hughes above Ian Holloway, dear listeners? That's, that's one for you to debate at length online the uh, Scharnhorst steward I think he's known as Lurch colloquially. I can't think of anything else other than the Scharnhorst just came in to correct a, uh, one, of the, one of the trip advisor crowd just down to my right who's wearing a, a baseball cap on the wrong way round with MILF addict with him. He's, a, he's an addict for MILF in his dreams I think but there we are nice tackle by on Romeo one minute two minutes Lee Hughes of course the, uh, the car killer did that monkey dance and he always seemed to respond well to the den the hatred the vitriol seemed to raise his game one of those kinds of players ball coming in now from the right to, from Marlon Romeo Gregory takes and turns and it's clear he, he, he hobbled off the pitch the other day uh, clutching his groin as, as one does he seems to be um, scraped together from the, uh, the, the the butcher's table at Calmont Road enough to start today anyway dear listeners early error from Archer as he tries to clear the ball he uh, Whole, whole uh, forward pressed in, but he managed to recover the situation. Front forward for the Lions. This is Jeb Wallace coming down the right, ball back into the box. It's over the head of Lee just couldn't take there. And Hull will bring away on, on four minutes. Lions have opened up brightly enough. Nice work by, by James Meredith. As I cursed him, he, he gets dispossessed by the whole midfield. This is the 14 on the break forwards. Patters into the... Uh, into O'Brien pulled into the box that's flick headed away by Marlon whole recover this is a chance to the 14 that's 1-0 from the right side of the goal um, close range shot slammed in on 5 minutes let's watch that again um, not really cleared by Marlon's header um, straight into the possession of the whole player he plays it wide right into space and the 14 I think was slams it in at the near post simple goal 1-0 hole 
quite the start we wanted, was it, dear listeners? Harris spoke at length on the uh, News of Dead in the week about recreating the uh, Millwall side that was difficult to beat. Built working on that. Well, that's lasted five minutes, well, six minutes by the time they've taken to reform. Incidentally, that's something I would crack down on in football generally. Um, I'd make that a yellow card offence, taking your time to reform. I know we do it, and I don't like it when we do it. They've just done it, some whole minute taken up reforming themselves. Morrison wins a free kick there. Professionally pushed forwards. Six minutes. Another goal conceded to defensive frailties, I've got to say, dear listeners. It's been an unfortunate reality of our season this year. It may well be enough to, uh, to take us downwards. I know that's, um, you know, that's, a, that's a buzzkill coming up for the seventh minute, but there we are. That's how I'm feeling. It's my show, so I, I unburden myself on you as, as the listener. Free kick Millwall, halfway inside the whole half. I do, of course, you know, retain the right to change my mind totally if we score. In it comes. That's headed clear by the, by the 35. Another whole full break here, coming down the left side. Ball into the box, dispossessed there by uh, O'Brien, that was, I believe. Tunnicliffe, excuse me. They look similar from distance, at my age. Eight minutes. Ryan's conceding possession rather cheaply. Whenever Hull come at us, we clear it, and it goes straight back to them. Sitting behind the ball, rather. As you can hear, that's the, the crowd's verdict on the first nine minutes of proceedings. Incidentally, the Lions have drawn Hull City in the third round of the FA Cup. I don't know if you saw that. It's um, going to be played now on the Sunday at 2 o'clock, Sunday the 6th of January, for the bizarre reason that um, global television wants to show that, that, that fixture. I can't imagine where that's going to be seen and what, what, what channels will take that. I can only think it's uh, kind of like a punishment block somewhere in uh, you know, Guantanamo Bay or perhaps in uh, Basra Air Base or somewhere of that kind. But yeah, 2 o'clock on the Sunday the 6th, now the same fixture, only in the third round of the FA Cup. With a 2 o'clock kickoff, there should be at least, well, there should be hundreds of people down there for that. Here comes Tunnicliffe, starting today, of course. Right wide, finds uh, Marlon. 1-2 with, with Marlon, there's a Tunnicliffe again from the right. That's a little narrow uh, cross-in. Gregory does well to, to uh, not quite control, but stay in possession of it, certainly. Going to come in again from Marlon. Not quite. He just hesitated. 13 minutes. Jed is penalised for what I don't know uh, existence, I think. Hole causing us trouble coming down the flanks. There's a little jinky run into the box there on, on 15 and a bit minutes. Lions looking very, very susceptible to attacks down the down the wings, dear listeners. What's that message from Harry? Banters there, he says, from Tunney. Filling the left-back position. Doesn't close down the, the player exactly is what I would expect from Tunney, says Harry. I think that must, he must be meaning the lead-up to the goal there. Strong views from Harry. Always good to hear Harry's strong views. I, I, I listen to him every week on the Love Sport radio show. Next week at 9pm. Tune in. It'll be square. Is available this week, or if not, it'll be a selection of glittering stars from the tapestry of Millwall Punditdom. Ball into the right side of the channel for Lee Gregory to chase down. He does collect over by the right side corner. He wins a corner. Right side, 17, coming towards the 18th minute, dear listeners. I went all football there. Did you hear that? Right side, ball into the right side channel. I've been watching the Sky Pundits. I know, I know how to speak football. Right side channel. Anyway, it's going to be a right side corner. Ryan Leonard 
in it comes. It's deep, deep, deep towards Jake Cooper, who can't quite get ahead to it. It's going to go for be cleared. It's going to be cleared for a throw-in, not very well cleared by the by the 35. Hold on the attack again. I'm afraid to report to the listeners. 20 minutes. They're spreading the ball wide right, and we are looking um, left. So left side from our point of view, and we're looking rather vulnerable. Meredith is looking a little bit at sea for me at the moment. Probably missing Ferguson up in front of him, I guess. Shot from the 14, that's clatters into the first defender. Must be a push, and they'll win a free kick. If you want one storyline from this rather average season, for me this season, I mean, we haven't, obviously we've got the goal-scoring issues up front, but we just have looked at C in defence all, all season. Um, quite why that should be. I know we had injuries to Hutchinson, and, um, you know, it's... Uh, that's fair enough, but players have just underperformed this season. I'm thinking of James Meredith particularly. And obviously on the other side, Marlon is, has his talents going forwards, but lacks defensive um, stoutness, doesn't he? So it's defensive um, woes all season, including today. 21 minutes, halfway through the first half. And not much to report. That's, that's, what's, that's what does you in. There's not much to report. It's the, it's the drabness. That does. A nice little back heel there from O'Brien. Finds Meredith. It's a longish ball over the top. Wow, Lee Gregg with a far post. Just a nice fucking loading. I have it round down my throat and I love it. Ball in from the left from James Meredith. The man I was just slating. Finds um, Lee Gregg with a far post over the top of the goalkeeper. Here you go from post. Simple goal, 21 minutes. One each. Comes nicely, the old flight over the top of the goalkeeper was pouring at it, nowhere near the ball, and then headed to the far post for Lee Gregory. One all. A little palpable sense of relief around it then with that goal. Brings us back level. Work still to be done, of course, but that's a, that's a good step in the right direction. Missing today, of course, our, our Bradshaw, who is out for the season. Uh, Sean Williams also out for some, some weeks, apparently, if not months, possibly. Um, and Tom Elliott also struggling with, with injury but otherwise um, Morrison, Gregory and O'Brien all of whom were named as injury doubts coming in today have all started so um, well done Mr Pharmacist in Downham here come the Lions break down the right side this is Lee Gregory he checks he's got no one with him he had no one in there he was, he had, Tony Clef was trying to make the run the far post but couldn't shift fast enough that was a nice move by Lee but he needed to play the ball a tad earlier 23rd minute just watching energy bet adverts go past on the, uh, the lead screen inside the stone we're already seeing sky bet adverts going round um, a little bit of an on online conversation this is Mill coming down the right side that's going to go for a corner surely open book project Neil um, about the rights and wrongs of the fan group the MSC and also I believe the AMS in fairness taking money from fans bet an online uh, small time uh, online betting company should they shouldn't they is there a morality to this should we be taking money from um, a gambling industry that wields such influence over the game? I don't think they should. Um, a couple of years ago, we made a, a big moral point, didn't we, of not taking payday loans. Uh, Wong, was, it, was it Wonga? Was it interested in sponsoring us? Well, we were skint. And to the club's credit, we turned it down. I've always thought that was one of the best things I've ever seen at the den. This is just my own personal viewpoint. You're probably disagreeing with me and putting your foot through the, uh, the speaker as, as I'm talking. But... Um, I just don't like the idea that betting companies who are insidious, they're everywhere. They keep trying to tap me up to put some sponsored content into the show. I, I won't have it. I don't believe in it. And I don't think you want to listen to it. You can get that anywhere you like online. 
Um, I know there's a payday for fans, groups that otherwise won't get any money, but um, sometimes you've got to aim a little bit higher in this life. Um, so, yeah, AMS, MSC, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I can't support that. Fans bet, they tapped me up as well and I turned them away. So should you. 26 minutes, here come the Lions. On the right, it falls into boxes as Marlon, shot on goal. Moments, um, he had probably had longer on the ball there than he thought he had. Shot on goal, was on target, but the goalkeeper took and held the shot. It was a little, um, fell on the right side. Nice shot, actually, but taken nicely enough by the, uh, the purple crab goalkeeper. Unusual colour scheme for whole City today. Whites and yellows and purples. Floral, almost. There was some talk of Mill changing style and approach last week, wasn't there? I think he, I went on the uh, radio and called for like a passing style. So far, it's been long balls over the top all afternoon. Become pole, however. Forget the niceties of the style. Just want to keep them out and win the game. This is a, a great wide left. It matters 20 at the edge of the penalty area. Shot is blocked there at the death by Jake Cooper. Nicely blocked. 28 minutes approaches. What do you think, dear listeners? Do you think there's too much advertising for gambling in football? Every time you put any TV match on, and there's shitloads of crap football to watch, and it always includes you know, the betting advert before the, the kick-off. Do it for any sport. I don't know if you follow cricket. I do. I'm sure um, other sports. I don't follow the likes of um, Formula One and boxing so much, but you know, you can't tell me it's not the same. Bet365 is going around in there. Is this good? Is this what you want? Or I know none of us can individually change it. But you can speak out and you can challenge it where you see it. And that's, you know, that's my viewpoint. So what do you think, anyway? Or shall I just shut up? All right, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. Left-sided corner for hole there as they broke down the left again. 28 minutes. Caribou energy drink. There's another high-sugar, high-caffeine product that will kill you. Maybe life kills you. In the end, life kills. I know. I know. And there'd be no colour in this life if we couldn't indulge our little whims and... You know, uh, fetishes. And we've all got those, the listeners. We've all got our little fetishes, haven't we? Left-sided corner. 29 minutes and it comes. It's deep and it's going to be over the head of everyone, I think. It's going to go for a goal kick. That's more like it. Ginster's pasties. Old school. That's what I want to see. Adverts for Ginster's pasties on the big lead screen. Much, much more like it. Long ball forwards for the Lions. This is Ryan Lander. This is Aidan O'Brien on the left, coming towards the 30th minute. Chance for Lions to break again. This is Meredith on the left side. Down in front of us in block one. It's going to be a corner off the, off the 17. And the Jed that takes 30 minutes showing on the stadium clock. Goalkeeper's so got a pair of orange uh, washing up gloves on. It does flick away as the ball came in. It's going to be uh, Jake Cooper on the far side. Can he cross? He can cross the ball. It's not bad. It takes a turn from Lee Gregory, who's chasing it in. Wins it back. Does well. Does well, Lee Gregory. Bump from behind. Keeps possession. Does very well, actually. That's a poor effort there from Jedley. That's gone for a little throw. Good work, Lee Gregory, there, dear listeners. Anyone talking about Lee Gregory wanting to go up north and maybe his head's away? Well, I, I think he's player of the season for me so far. The, the sheer volume of work and effort he puts in. And just there, that was an example of not giving up on a lost calls and winning the ball back for his side. So, well done, Lee Gregory. For me, so far, December the 8th, um, player of the season so far. Long way to go yet, of course. A free kick, probably about 25 yards, just on the left of the D. Ryan Leonard, Jen Wallace standing over this. Chance. Tony Cliff's gone in there. Have a word. 
going to be a t- it looks like it's going to be a Jed Wallace shot. I think that must be the logical uh, outcome of this chitter chatter. Here we go, Jed will take the shot. It's straight into the wall. It's gone for a corner. Batted off the wall. Left-sided corner. Corners are sponsored by Dean Wilson, independent family funeral directors. Good game to get into. Never any shortage of dead people, as my old granddad always used to say. I think I've said that before, but I always think of it every time I see Dean's adverts. Never any shortage. You never see a skint undertaker. Nor do you see a skint bookmaker. Bet 365 going past this. So left-sided corner, Jed Wallace. It's floated into the mix. It comes across the box. It's in the scuffle. Cleared in the end. Little moment there, 33 minutes. It's going to come back to Lee Gregory on the on the right side in acres of space. Absolute hectares. That's into the box and cleared. A little bit metric there. Flags fluttering different directions on the, above the Dockers uh, stand. So it's a windy day, but the wind must be swirling around there because they're, they're going the same direction now. There was a moment where they were going three different ways. An odd scientific meteorological phenomenon. The Bermondsey Whirl. 34 minutes, here come Hull. Breaking down the left, Tony Cliff allowed to be beaten again. That's near post taken by Joel Nigel. Harry will be having kittens with uh, Tony Cliff's wishy washy tackle over there on the uh, on the Hull left, our right. Broke falls to the lines here, little moment. It's flipped away. This Jeb mm, just ran away from Jed Boys. The angle I was at it looked like it was close to him there, 36 minutes. The seat of the uh, optics. One of those kind of optical illusions peculiar to South Bermondsey, well known for its bizarre magnetic effects and alien visitations. This is Hull pressing forwards, 17 on the right, finding space again for the false interest dispossessed to the last. Worrying little moment there as they almost broke through the mill defences. As it is, we hoof clear. Ball over the top, finds the 14 on the right side. He's caused this danger all afternoon. Little ball over the top of the behind the defenders. Worryingly so, that 14 has, has damaged us a few times and nearly did there again. Coming towards 38 minutes, dear listeners. Hull look equally poor in their passing movements, to be honest, in their own half anyway. They've just been dispossessed easily enough by the Lions. There's 14 on the right side, balled into the box, it's across the face of the Millwall goal. They, they collect on the left side now. Dangerous moment there, if there's someone in the middle of there to, to take that, then uh, that would have been uh, surely a goal. One of those days where I've taken my coat on and off a couple of times in half. You're either too hot or you're too cold. Do you ever get those days, dear listeners? While we wait for this left side corner to come in, and it comes. It's deep, deep, deep. It's over the heads of everybody. Gone for a goal kick. No danger there, dear listeners. Paul Pescolis Pesky Solido linked to obviously Karen Brady, another hate figure from the, the list of Twitter. Um, I think more through, through marital relationships than uh, anything he ever said or did. Pescasolido. A great one from DJ Rose who uh, condemns John Joe Shelby who did the X Factor West Ham sign at Blackpool. Uh, he accused of being a Voldemort lookalike mug. Great, great work there by DJ Rose. John Joe Shelby, a Voldemort lookalike mug. Great work. Book breaks for Jed Wallace from, uh, and breaks down from Jed Wallace. Not the most, um, you know, not the finest footballing spectacle I think that the world has ever seen. I, I really do fear for our global TV audience if this is the kind of fare that's served up on January the 6th. Shares in the uh, Jakarta stock market on the Millwall um, front will be, will be uh, dipping, I think, after this. 
Not a Millwall fan, but a bloke called Ben asks what on earth is going on with the FA Cup third round. I've already had a laugh at the Millwall uh, game being moved to Sunday, but he's got one game Friday night, seven games 12.30 Saturday, ten games five, three o'clock on the Saturday, five games 5.30 on the Saturday, eight games on a Sunday, one game on a Monday night. No wonder, he says, the competition is dying a death. I agree with you 100, 100%. I can't agree with you any more than 100%, Ben, but that is, that is shocking. I agree with it. I blame the betting industry. Number four, get a nice reaction after a headshot over on the far right side. I think the, uh, the least lower questioning how injured he really is. I think they're implying not very. There's the half-time whistle. Well, what can we say? It's one all at half-time, thankfully. Um, poor start from the Lions to concede that soft goal. To start off with, we've done well to claw our way back into it. We've looked the more dangerous side for me over the course of the first half without ever, ever threatening Barcelona's position in the pantheon of football gods. Um, there it is, one, one all at half time in South Bermondsey, dear listeners. Achtung, Milbein. Mr. Bife now playing with controversy, courting controversy by playing a fairy tale of New York, which obviously has uh, had an online campaign to uh, delete the offending faggot word. You scumbag, you faggot, your old blah 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 and maggot or something, isn't it? Um, yeah, a bit of online outrage. Apparently, this, the the F word is now felt to be unacceptable. Um, I, I must say, um, you know, those that know me know where I stand in the political divides. <laughs> tear our country apart but fuck me of all the things that get annoyed about in this world the fairy tale of New York is not one of them I would suggest dear listeners this if this is if um, bye for now just bold it no we'll wait we'll wait we'll let it play um, incidentally R.I.P. Pete Shelley of the Buzzcocks who died this week great band from the 70s from my youth Go see if he bowls it, or does he leave it in? He's left it in. Mr. Byfernow's left it in. Well done, Mr. Byfernow. I bet he voted leave. Don't you, dear listeners? Oh, he's, he's out there. He's out there. DJ, I like it. He's Buju Banton, Mr. Byfernow. Good work, Mr. Byfernow. BFM. What a, what a single. What a cinematic lyric. Orchestral uh, arrangements of voices. How can you take offence at this, dear listeners? It's beyond me. The modern world, I'll say this to you now as I approach my latter 50s, <coughs> it's beyond me. Achtung, Team's back out for the second half, dear listeners. No substitutions for the Lions. I don't think any for Hull, not that we give a tinker's cuss. About Hull City, do we? Lions will, of course, be attacking the Colbro Lane in in the second half in accordance with a normal act. 1873. Brackets, kickoff regulations, close brackets. Talk of loan players. Um, Fred, obviously, on your dimmer, at, on loan at Wickham Wanderers. Will he, won't he come back at some point? Um, no great urgency to bring him back, it seems to me, reading the news at then. Uh, Neil Harris talking about the players' development, and even though we have a striking crisis, there seems to be no strong comeback Fred movement at, uh, at Calmont Road at the moment. Ben Thompson um, confused. I mean, you get confused reports if he can or can't come back in January. News of Den reports he's at, at Fratton Park Pompey for a season, so that'll be a no then, wouldn't it? Um, so we can't think about Fred. 
Here come the lines on the left. This is Ryan Leonard. 46 minutes, coming towards 47. He's on the, on the left side. He gets the chance to cross the ball in. It's taken on the chest by Lee Gregg. Finds um, Jed Wallace shot on goal, blocked. Crossing from the left, found Jed Wallace shot on the line, blocked. 47 minutes, who was across there? Was that uh, Lee Gregory, I believe? Shot, um, a power shot actually, but it was blocked with two defenders, white shirt defenders on the line there. Good move by Bill Wall to start the second half. Going to be a corner on the right side. And it comes from Jed. Oh, off the line again! Point blank header, straight at the defender on the near post. And clear. Two good chances to the Lions inside the first two minutes of the second half. It'd be great to see a rip-roaring second half uh, show from the Lions. Tony Cliff gets dispossessed as I, as I appeal for that, but it does fall back to, to Jed, who's on the, on the wing. Cuts inside, right side, ball into, across the box. Uh, cleared away. The Lions are rampant at the moment, dear listeners. Here's Marlon. Floats it in. That's going to go straight through to the goalkeeper. Three good chances there from Millwall. Let's, let's, uh, let's watch that one again on the on the replay, the ball floats in, it's headed from point blank range there, I think that was, that was Cooper, I believe Cooper, and, uh, but in the event cleared off the line by the whole defender. So the line's up and at it in the second half. Who used to say that? Atomen, used to say, up and at him, Atomen. 48 minutes, a little bit of uh, head tennis by, by Hull in, in defence there, they do bring it away. 49 minutes, a little moment there, it looked like the lines might break through again, but as it is, it worked out just for the Tigers. Breaks. This is Jed Wallace. He's under, under some attention on the half while he wins out. He keeps the ball. He's got Marlon overlapping on the right. He cuts inside. Still on the dribble. Can he get a shot through? He can't. Probably over, overindulged himself there. They had a ball wide right for Marlon Romeo. Leonard's got him with a wild challenge there. The uh, whole bench are appealing for something. A yellow card, I think, is the most he'll get. It was a bit of a wild challenge there from Leonard. Not in the olden days, the old days have been fair, but in the modern game that was probably a wild challenge. Got the crowd involved. I think he's hurt himself as much as the whole player. He's hobbling away from that situation. That's your free kick for the Lions. So I don't know what the whole, the whole bench are appealing for. Adkins style moaning, I think, dear listeners. Harris going down, have a word. I think just to straighten him out, dear listeners. Put him straight. It's all, it's all, it's all gone now. Everyone's happy again. Everyone's happy nowadays, Pete Shelley. Ball floated forwards from Sean Hutchinson. Bounce around, there's Jake Cooper in attention there. It, it falls now to Leonard on the edge of the penalty area. Ball wide. This is in from the left side. It's across the face of the goal. Morrison couldn't connect. Dear, oh dear, another chance. That's how many chances in now? 51 minutes. Let's see that, that ball again. Came in from the left side. I think that was Meredith. Across the face of the goal, just wanted a touch. That was inches away. Mer Morrison and I think Gregory just couldn't get uh, any any purchase on the ball there, Dennis. Back to basics was Neil's call. Speaking to News at Den midweek. Second half looks a bit more like the back to basics that we know and love from a Mill side of the second half at the Den under the floodlights on a on a Saturday, a cold, wet Saturday afternoon. So far, anyway. But at the moment, we still haven't put the ball into net critically. Chances missed, of course, has been another story of the season, isn't it, dear listeners? Here comes Steve Morrison on the break now. He finds Aidan O'Brien, and he can't inside. He can. That's a shot. 2-1, Millwall! Aidan O'Brien! It's a penalty, a little touch to control. Fighting from the D. Right side of the goal. No look right. Fantastic finish, Aidan O'Brien! Let's watch that again. 
more flakes as the speed mirrors on the left. He finds O'Brien to got a man in front of him. Little cut inside, shot from just outside the D. Great strike. Low, right side of the goal. In it goes. Aiden O'Brien, 2 1 the Lions! He's got an EIO going, dear listeners. It's only what we've deserved. We've opened up um, really brightly in the second half. It's good to see. Um, we've, we've had chance on chance, as you will have heard, and that, that really is just reward. Probably the least, uh, the least um, easy chance, in all honesty. But anyway, it's gone in. 54 minutes on the clock. Incidentally, I hadn't seen the uh, Darkest Hour, Final Darkest Hour movie with Gary Oldman until this week. Watched it, heard it on the, on the record, on the skybox. Um, talk about galvanising words. I was really interested, I don't know if you're a student of history, dear listeners, but the famous speech where Churchill takes power in his opening debate where he says, what is our policy? Our policy is to make war, war in the land, on the land, in the air, on the sea. Um, it was not well received. I, I'd never really thought about it. Really. I never, you read the words and for the benefit of hindsight, you know what stirring, fantastic words and contributions to the English language they were. But at the time, the, uh, the quizlings of the House of Commons of the day didn't receive it very well and made him look like he was the, um, you know, the warmonger. Interesting to watch. Great film. Um, a little bit creaky in places, I will say that. Um, great performance by Gary Oldman as, as Winston Churchill. Um, without him, the, the film would be a lot thinner. With him, it's a, it's a tour de force. So, um, well worth watching. If you get a chance to see it, see it. They're the country's finest hour. But it wasn't always so heroic. And it shows the, um, you know, the thought processes, the, the, uh, the, the contacts being made with the establishment figures who would have done a deal with the... Mussolini and Hitler, so well worth a watch, recommend it. Finest hour, darkest hour, what is it called? Darkest hour. This is now Marlon with Steve Morrison on the right side, little triangular play, free kick conceded. 64 minutes, keep staring over the shoulder of the MILF addict who's down on my right. Uh, he keeps staring at his phone, I can imagine there must be MILF on there, incessant MILF, he's an addict, he can't stop looking at MILF see what's on his phone really but that's what I imagine will be on a MILF addict's phone will be endless non-stop wall-to-wall MILF Holes oh, are starting to creep back into the game as we tick towards 66 67 minutes the ball into the box there Lions just sitting back slightly worryingly so Booth clearing the event there by Marlon Roman we just need to be a little bit on our guard we haven't got such a decisive lead that we can completely um, start playing the party pieces we're just looking to slightly uh, take the foot off the, the gas pedal. We're at our best when we've got the foot floored. 100 miles an hour. A bit of kerfuffle. Jeb Wallace clattered. Uproar from the crowd. Nothing given. And the slag of a referee. Hold with a little bit more possession. We've eased up on them a little bit. Worrying to see. That's going to go for a corner. Hoofed, um, cleared by, by James Meredith. Couldn't quite catch it. It's gone for a, a right-sided corner. 72 and a half minutes. In it comes from the right side. It's deep towards the fours, giving a clear header. Headed home from close by the 22. That was absolutely appalling defending, dear listeners. I'm sorry to say it's free header for the four as he backs ran backwards towards the, the edge of the six-yard box and then headed from close. Awful, awful defending. Let's watch it again. Then it comes. Free header. No one. Don't even challenge him. Who's that? Should have been there with him. Hutchinson. Awful. Two each. 
defending on the level it's almost painful to, to, to watch it think about it it's um, total switch off there by uh, the Mill Central defence in my opinion um, see what you think when you watch it on the on the YouTube totally deflating moment 73 minutes and Hull will feel like they've got every chance of getting another angle ball through the middle there We've, they've carved us apart this afternoon with balls in and behind the, the defence for, for forwards to run onto um, they've clearly identified a, a, a lack of pace between Cooper and, and Hutchinson in fairness to them they've exposed it they, they, they went off the ball for a period but they've come back onto the ball now and we've allowed them into it Aidan O'Brien's coming out of the game Shane Ferguson's coming into the game double substitution who's this coming into the game Elliot Elliot's coming in Elliot. Morrison's putting a shift out there this afternoon Elliot's clearly been trusted for the last uh, 12 minutes now, plus plus any extra time. Enough. Early on in the half, we were all over them. We had them on the on the ropes, and somehow we've contrived to look like a team that is um, going to be grateful for a point. This is Jed. Puts the ball into the box. That's uh, floats across everyone. Hutchinson beaten to the punch, and Leonard concedes the the throw in. I suppose you'll want to hear a man on a match from me for the afternoon. I think I'm going to go for Lee Gregory. Jed Wallace has done well for me this afternoon. I can't name anyone beyond that. Um, midfield, Leonard's been average. Tonic has been average. The work rate of Lee, Lee Gregory for me wins out today. Steve Morris did well on the shift. This is Hull on the attack before Paul was allowed to run to the 29. The man shoots from high over, and, and Jordan Arch is right to scream blue murder at that defence the, the, uh, the ball was running across the D and a number of players just looked at it and as it ran through to the white shirted forward who managed to make a, a you know a, a screw up of it so, something has to be sorted out in the defence I, 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 I don't know what to say it's been very very fragile but not in a mean vase kind of way fragile in a Macron two washes and all the logos come off your kid's shirt kind of way there it is, two each. Um, that's a very disappointing result. Losing points from winning positions is the mark of a relegation side. I'm sorry to say that. Millwall 2, Hull City 2. The den empties with a um, collective lull. More news after the break. Good afternoon, one and all. It's not a, a Sunday morning nightmare, it's actually about half past one in the afternoon. Um, I've struggled to do this show this week, dear listeners, and I, maybe you can help me work out whatever trauma is causing me to, to, to struggle. Um, I, I, usually I get these notes done on a on Sunday morning, and um, I just haven't been able to raise the enthusiasm. Is that a metaphor for our season? Dear listener, for you, I found yesterday's game. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. In a season that's been frustrating, I found yesterday's game more frustrating than most. And I'm not quite sure why, because it's the same old story. Uh, it made me laugh, incidentally. There was a, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, there was a pre-match apology from the club to apologise that Neil Harris's programme notes had been um, used previously. Apparently they were from a previous match day programme. And I never made the obvious joke. Did you make the obvious joke? Some did. But it doesn't seem to make any difference from which match they're from because it is the same old, same story. And what is that story? It's a mixed bag, dear listeners. And... I don't know why I'm, I'm struggling to get kick-started into the season. We're coming towards the halfway point. We're clearly, clearly in a relegation struggle. And yesterday's game, in fits and starts, produced the good, the bad and the ugly from Millwall. Same as it has in most of the games, really, that we've seen this, this season. Um, poor start, obviously, to give away a goal on five minutes. I can't really, I mean, in real time, I didn't question the defensive work there. Um, I believe Harry's tweet said it was Tunnicliffe at fault. Uh, Neil Harris has said that the player at fault, who he didn't name, but I believe it probably is Tunnicliffe, has put his hand up. Um, the, the whole move found a wide player in space, acres of space, actually, inside our penalty area. And he slammed home with aplomb, with authority. So with one nil down inside five minutes in what was a six-point struggle because there we are, were, yesterday. We've moved out of the bottom three now, but we're in the bottom three going into the game. The the point has moved us above um, the relegation spot by by a fraction. So we're now fourth from bottom. But, there, you know, let's, let's get real. This is a relegation struggle season. And this was a big game. This was a team that we want to take three points from. And by Patsy defending, we've got a goal behind inside the first five minutes, giving ourselves a mountain to climb. It's not like the first relegation season I will ever have seen in my, in my mill career. I go back to 72. I don't know how far you go back, dear listener. Maybe more. You know, you, we've seen this before. We've had many a, a tough season over the course of time. But... This one's hurting me. I think maybe it's on the back end of the of the Madcap run last season when it was Millwall personified. This season is it's just I'm just struggling with it. it. It just seems to be a stupid mixed bag of of good play because we make no mistake. Yesterday in patches, when we got the ball, moved it forwards, passed the ball, 
we look good. The equalising goal was a, was a lovely move. A real top quality back heel. I believe it was Aidan O'Brien. I've seen only seen the goals once today. A little back heel to find James Meredith coming down the left, who crossed well, beat the goalkeeper, was floundering to get the ball, missed it completely. And there's Lee Gregory. Nearly called him Neil Harris. Lee Gregory, Neil Gregory, at the far post to head in from close range. One all. Beautiful move. Beautiful move. Millwall at its best. And then the rest of the half passed in a in a, in a kind of a, a a kind of a blaze of beige wishy wash. Um, Neil Harris in the post match comments seems to be under the delusion that we dominated in the first half. I I, I didn't think we dominated much at all. We, we certainly did dominate after I imagine a rocket at half time coming out in the second half. We 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 took the game to them, and we looked really good. We looked really good, dear listener. If you were not there yesterday, make no mistake, that opening quarter of the second half, we took the game to them. We had chance upon chance upon chance. Ball fizzing backwards and forwards across the whole city penalty area. And we didn't take those chances. In the end, Aidan O'Brien, the, the, the Lazarus, who apparently was out for, for some time. But what a well-taken goal by Aidan O'Brien, Lazarus off the... You know, off the deathbed. Lovely move, with st- linking with Steve Morrison, who is starting to show his age, but he's still got enough to pull us out of trouble at times. Found Aiden on the inside, and a beautiful shot from the D into the uh, the bottom right-hand corner for, for 2-1. And we'd established ourselves a winning position. And then what do we do? What do we do? We sit back, we invite Hull onto us, we... Stop the the 100 miles an hour all out attack style that has served us well. Whenever we've played it this season, whenever we've got the ball forwards and got it pinging around the opposition penalty area, we bring the crowd into the game, especially at the den, away from home too, of course. But at the den, more than anywhere, our, that is our weapon. We get the crowd into it, and lo and behold, you know we we, we create a lot of chances. Got one, we've got ourselves ahead. 2-1, if we'd have closed out the game or maybe pressed on and got another one, three points in the bag, three valuable points in the bag. And instead, we sit back and I don't get why we're doing this. I mean, the, the, the post-match comments from, from Neil, I'm just going to get them on my iPad because they, they, they frustrate me, refer to stuff like mentally, the Mill team, they've got to be better. When you're defending, my man doesn't touch the ball, my man doesn't score. That's all it is. I learned that at a very young age. Yeah, um, I don't want to be criticising Neil Harris. Neil Harris is an iconic figure at the club that I love. Neil Harris is is Millwall in many respects. He understands the club. I'm also not for releasing him or, or letting him go. Don't get me wrong on this, but equally he's not immune from criticism. And when his team switches off at 2-1, the midpoint of the second half, the team switch off and invite Hull City onto us. And make no mistake, Hull weren't brilliant, but they had a dangerous player. I believe it was the 14. I mentioned him in the, uh, in the live piece earlier on. I thought that whenever they moved the ball down our wings, they'd identified that as a weak area. 
and lo it was a weak area because they got the ball forward well there and looked dangerous. So we sit back rather than playing the game that has put us in the winning position. We're then trying to play the game that put us behind in the first half and, and, and has made us struggle whenever we've tried to sit on a lead this season. Why do we do that? I am it's beyond me. It is beyond me. The issue more than any other, though, comes down to the second goal, which was shocking defending, dear listener. And I, I think I called that in, in real time. I've seen it on uh, on the Sky um, clips on, on social media. I've only seen it once, but it doesn't get any better, believe me. Um, what has become of the central defence? I, I don't know. Um, Jake Cooper, is he, is he, is he in burning out? Um, Sean Hutchinson, has he had a, uh, a nervous breakdown? I know he's recovering, recovered from injury, but these were basic errors. Two free headers inside our own six-yard box, um, and lo and behold, what two all, and the three points becomes one point with Hull now thinking about nicking all three, as it was that never, never worked out, thankfully. But why do we put ourselves in that position, and why, oh why, oh why, as Let's Life used to say, is our defence so fragile, dear listeners? It, it is shocking. I mean, they, in the first half yesterday, I felt Hull could work the ball down the wings at will. And in the second half, we're giving them free headers inside our own penalty area. There's no excuse for that. Um, I don't know why um, Byron Webster is not involved in the squad. He, what, what, what lies behind that? You can Maybe you know more than me. I don't, I don't class myself as being in the know, but... There's, you know, whatever lies behind that reason is, is a flawed reason because at the moment we have defensive issues and that's what's costing us big time. It comes down to, of course, the the Neil Harris question. I've got a post here from Millwally on the House of Fun who says, so much nonsense is talked about Harris. He might not be a brilliant manager, but he is managing pretty well with what he's got. Um, thin squad, I think, is Millwally's point, and I, I, I do agree there. Um, go back to late last season when we were almost in the top six. What made a difference? Um, Will Wally says it's the absence or the presence then, the absence now of George Savile. We sold Savile as we had to, and a vital part of our midfield went with him. And Morrison, our key man up front, has got a year older and just that vital little bit slower. I, I agree there. Um, Ryan Leonard seems an okay player to me. He doesn't float my boat. Does he float your boat, dear listeners? Does he Does he turn you on? Um, George Savile was more of an all-round player. I know we probably couldn't retain him, and the £8 million has, has, has been very nice. Thank you very much. But we have sold um, a major part of, of what made us have that madhouse run last season. Millwally goes on and makes a very relevant point that we just don't have the cash to compete in a division where money has become such a major influence, um, I think that's that's right. But that's not going to change, and we've got to get used to that. We've got to make, we've got to marshal our resources, and use the situations that we get with much more nous. Now, money aside, we got ourselves into a winning position, dear listeners, yesterday, and we've let it go. I I, I don't know if you uh, if I use my little sky clip. I do a little. Occasionally, a little Sky TV phone thing, which I send to them. And each week, they pose you a question when you do these little 20-second clips. And the question yesterday was, do you think that Millwall have enough to survive a relegation season? 
And I have to be honest, what do you think? I don't think we have enough. I think our strike force is willing. Um, Lee Gregory, my man of the match yesterday, gave 100% and gives 100% every game. Aidan O'Brien um, took a chance well yesterday and a beautiful assist, as they say in, in American sports, to create the equaliser and, and then took a, you know, a second chance very, very well. But we had we created a number of chances where we should have been out of sight. That should have been three points bagged. And there have been other games like it. Now, whether that means that Neil Harris is the right man or the wrong man is a question I suppose I'm shying away from, if I'm going to be honest. I'm shying away for it, from it because I want him to be a success and I want him to succeed. And success at Millwall is using the thin squad that we have and maybe we can strengthen in January to try to achieve survival this season, because I think that's as good as, as it's going to get for us, dear listeners. Charles Efford says, if we go down, Neil Harris deserves the sack for going defensive and throwing away points yet again. That must be a dozen wasted points this season, says Charles. Hard to argue with you, Charles. I, I don't like the opinion, but I can't argue with it. There's a, there's a double double deal. Andrew MFC says that certainly wasn't a bad performance and we should have been out of sight in the second half but all that is meaningless when you can't defend the equaliser was absolutely scandalous two completely free headers in our box schoolboy stuff says Andrew MFC agree with you 100% Andrew on that front um, Darren TX11 not sure what he watched he thought he was watching the guys hospital outpatients 11 um, <laughs> good point Neil Harris quoted, said, for the second half, for 20 minutes, <coughs> we were excellent, but Hull had no pressure. Didn't make chances. We're conceding goals that are, are avoidable. Mentality focus, not letting your man score. That sounds like a, a kind of a motivational poster. Maybe I'll make that and sell it for charity. Mentality focus, don't let your man score. Maybe not. Lions bite wants to pay tribute to an inspirational performance by Jed Wallace. I agree. Um, on a day where we, we, we look pretty conventional, Jed will always bring you that little bit of extra something. I like Jed, and I liked um, how he worked with the other players, and I like what I saw with Aiden, the little back heel. like it, Aiden. More of that. Jed, sometimes he overdoes the trickery, but Jesus, it's, he's, he's a shaft of sunlight on a dull day. So... Yeah, agree with you there, Lions by Jed Wallace, inspirational performance. And finally, on a on a on a dreary, dreary show, dreary day, I know I've probably not cheered you up any. I don't like to not cheer you up. Bermondsey Boy always cheers me up on the Twitter. He says you hear you hear all sorts of things at the den today. Two blokes behind Bermondsey Boy today, yesterday, are chatting about one of their wives taking hormone replacement therapy. We truly are modern men at Millwall, says Bermondsey Boy, and I can't think of a better way to finish off what is otherwise a rather flat and frustrating show. I apologise to you, dear listeners. I'm going to weigh up whether I want to go up to Preston next week. Might be a show next week. There'll certainly be the Love Sport radio show on Friday night. I can, I can, I'll be there for that. May or may not do Preston. May or may not do a show next week. May or may not do Stoke. A lot of may or may nots in there. That's a story of the season. May or may not. Thank you for listening, dear listeners.
Really appreciate your time. And if you'd get a chance, go on the Apple and give us a review. Five stars, please. <laughs> nice review, though. It always, always helps the show. Many thanks for listening. Arrivederci. Millwall. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.